Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. Every area of my life and I thank God for each and every one of you that believe that feel like the apostles in the Bible that had walked and ate and slept and prayed with the Lord they still said Lord increase our faith they didn't ask for a new house or a new car a new set of clothes a new set of sandals or nothing they just said Lord increase our faith. And the Lord will do it. And I want to say all of this because I do know that we're going into a holiday spree right now. They already done sent you Black Friday uh, paraphernalia. I know they, they come on your phone and newspaper and the mailbox. Everybody talking about Black Friday. But I want to let you know that this is the time when most Christians are available to backslide. I just want to give you a warning, and, 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 and because a lot of times we get with our family and friends and loved ones that we haven't seen in years. That's right. And since we've been, you know, drinking uh, water and spreading holy oil and doing the holy dance and shouting and singing and praising, we ain't been clubbing and drinking and smoking. Y'all know, you know how we good saints are. We, we do what's right. But we get around our family, friends, and loved ones, and, and they just having a good time. And before you know it, you got your hand around a good cold butt wise. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know how it go. I know how it go. We don't mean to. It's just that, we, you know, something, something just draws us in, and the next thing you know, uh, uh, we, you know, we smoking a new pool. And then from there, you know, we just like, we'll just go ahead on and th- th- let it go. Let it rock. And, 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 and then all kind of things start to happen. So I just want you to know that you have to be where you have to be a child of the most high God during this season. Uh, greater than you did in the last season because somebody got to, got to know and see that you still with the Lord and you need to draw them instead of being drawn out of your faith. Yes, Lord. If you can make it past Thanksgiving, you'll be fine because then they'd be mad at you for Christmas. You don't have to spend a lot of money. But it's coming. That's why we have watch night service. Uh, 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 you know, during during the last day of the year, so that we can we can be enclosed and covered, so that the enemy won't have a chance to get us alone. Yeah. 
and start talking to us in our own mind. So I'm asking everybody in, in service, everybody that's on the conference line, and everybody that's on Facebook Live, to watch and pray. And stand firm, unmovable, steadfast in your faith during this season. Make somebody come over to your side. We already know what's on the other side. Been there, done that. Thank God that he brought us out. Amen? Amen. With that being said, thank God for each and every one of you. Welcome to Conference Call Line. Conference Call Worshippers. Uh, welcome to Facebook Live Worshippers. There is a word from the Lord on today, and we're going to get straight to the word. Thank all of you uh, in your prospective places for all that you've done in ministry. I want to get to the word because I feel... The enemy is trying to take this word out of my throat, but I'm trusting God. <clears throat> I'm trusting God to do what he said he would do, and he said he would bless us with a word, D. So if you would, go with me to the book of Acts. Hallelujah. We want to continue to lift up the Santos family. Deacon Santos' brother uh, experienced a heart attack today. And we want to continue to lift that family up and continue to watch over the Stegall family and watch over your family, my family. Watch over your hometown, your cousin, them that's back, you know, where we come from. Many of us didn't come up in Atlanta, some of us. Just migrated here and got connected, stayed around. I thank God for my most beautiful wife, Elder Dr. Jacqueline M. The Bible said that she was a help me. We're going to find out today because the enemy keeps messing with my throat. She's going to have to finish this message. Hallelujah. Put on notice. Put on notice. She's going to get me when I get home, but she don't notice right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We're in the book of Acts, and we're in chapter 9. Hallelujah. Once you have uh, the book of Acts, uh, chapter 9, uh, if you would, please go down to verse 31. The Lord saw fit to send us to Acts 9 and 31 today being uh, November the 20th, 2022. Hallelujah. We want to thank God for our uh, conference, youth conference call that keeps going on and on and on. Thank God for all those that were able to participate on yesterday. Yes. Amen. Church and conference call worshipers and Facebook Live worshipers, if y'all would stand with me for the reading of God's most holy word, I, I believe the word of the Lord to come to us today from Acts chapter 9, verse 31. And the Bible reads, Then had the churches 
rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. <clears throat> so far the reading of God's most holy word. Church, while you're yet standing, let us pray. Father, we thank you today for all that you've done for us, Lord. We thank you for being an on-time God, an all-time God, an all-powerful God that comes to our rescue when it's the right time. Father, we thank you for listening to our prayers, for healing our bodies, for watching over our children, for doing exceeding and abundantly above all we could ask or think. Father, we thank you for being God all by yourself. And most of all, we thank you for being our God and allowing us to be your children. We ask now that you will let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer, we come to the altar of the Most High God saying, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. Thank you, Lord for all that you're able to do. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're capable to do. And, Father, if you don't do it, we know right now that you're still able and we'll continue to trust you. We'll continue to worship you. We'll continue to serve you. We'll continue to be in your presence, Lord. Keep us safe during the holiday season. Watch over our homes, our cars, our finances, our families, friends, and loved ones. And we'll be so very careful to give you the honor and the glory and the praise. And it is in the matchless and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ that we pray. And can the church say amen? Amen. amen. And amen. Church, you may be seated in the presence of the true and the living God. Oh, how I love thee, O oh Lord. How I need you, O oh Lord. How I worship you, O oh Lord. In the beauty of holiness, O oh Lord, you said to us to be holy for you are holy, and we trust you today. In Jesus' name, God bless you all. God, thank you all for being a part of this ministry. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to cover these, your children. Father, we give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Just for a few moments today, I'd like to minister from the subject, Lord, multiply us. Lord, multiply us. I've, I've learned over the years that our God is a multiplying God. I remember reading about the fish and the loaves. And it didn't mean that much to me because I couldn't understand how God could take so little and make so much out of it. Uh-huh. But it took me back to, to reminding me of how my own mother fed six children every single day. And it seemed like she could spend the same money every day. I don't know how she did it. It still uh, baffles my mind. But uh, when I 
think about the fish and the loaves, I, I said, my mother must have knew something about the Lord. Because we're living in a time now where we might cook once a quarter. You know, we've got, we've got fast food and everything going on now. That's, that's why we got so much, uh, you know, uh, uh, problems and health issues and obesity and everything going on now because, you know, we don't get the thing out of the ground no more and let it cook on Saturday night and, and, and bake all day long and can't walk through the kitchen and can't do nothing like that. Everybody just doing their own thing. They eating at McDonald's. They eating at Burger King. They eating at Popeye's. They eating at... Uh, Captain D, this one's going to uh, uh, somewhere else over there, what's it called, Red Lobster, and, and I'm sitting around Golden Corral. Uh-huh, so, so I know my God is a multiplier because he gives us everything that we want, everything that we need, everything that we ask for in the name of Jesus Christ. So today I just say, Lord, multiply us. I don't want to be the only one that's receiving the blessings of the Lord that make it rich. I want somebody else to be able to stand on Mount Calvary and just say, yes, Lord, I asked and you delivered. Lord, you gave me this mountain. You gave me this house. You gave me this car. You gave me this life. And I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life. I'll tell you that God will multiply your desires. He'll multiply your prayers. He'll multiply your finances. He'll multiply everything that you need in God. God is a multiplier. We just need to come and ask the Lord, multiply us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember going, uh, going on vacation and I, I, I would see, I, I want to, I said, Lord, I like that hat, but I, I don't want to be the only one with a hat to us. So I gotta find Deacon Brown a hat. Gotta find Deacon Chris a hat. We're gonna be the hat brothers or something. Lord multiply us. We start thinking in that wise, God just start giving you more and more and more. And he's like, Oh Lord, what am I gonna do now? I got I gotta do something else now. I gotta I gotta work while it's yet day, because I know nighttime is coming. So Lord multiply us and then I'm gonna do it in the name of the Lord. Oh yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I got to tell y'all something, and I want y'all to know that, that God has been so good. I've been asking God for good health and good strength and a sound mind and keep me, uh, 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 you know, in my own little body the way I want to be. And I was, I was, uh, I, I had a chance yesterday, uh, to go to my great niece's, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, Debutant Cortilla. And I, I wanted to wear a suit, and my wife was looking funny at me when I told her what I was planning on wearing. And she looked it up and said, you know, they said some people wear tuxedos. I said, yeah, all right. So I told my wife, I said, well, you know, I'm going to wear my tuxedo. Because I bought a tuxedo, the only tuxedo I ever bought. I bought one to get married in. Because I said I wasn't going, I wasn't going to rent nothing for this because I wanted this to be everlasting. Yeah. I, I could see going to the prom, you could rent one, but I was like, I'm finna get married. I got to buy this one. I got to keep this one. And I hung it in the closet for 20 years. It's been hanging there. It's been hanging there, hanging there. And I told my wife, I'm going to wear it. You 
still can fit that thing. God's been good to me. So he's the same God. I'm the same child. Man, I put that thing on. I showed my wife and said, look. So who you look good. You married me again. But I wore it too. I wore it. I wore it. I wore it. And it fit just fine. And I said, Lord, thank you, Lord. And multiply me and give me 20 more. Give me 20 more. God will do it for you if you just ask the Lord for the things that you need. Don't, 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 don't just get out there and just start asking God for anything. Uh, uh, be like Bartimaeus. And say, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Know what you're in need of to get you ahead. What are you lacking? You're not lacking everything. You, you might need uh, uh, extra paycheck this year uh, to get to where you're going, but you ain't got to ask the Lord for no million dollars. That ain't what you need. You just need something that ties you over. God gives us, you know, uh, whatever we need if we ask in his name without asking a myth. We don't want to just go to God just any kind of way. Got to think about it. Sometimes we can do things our own self. We study the word. We stay in the word. We listen to God's word. We listen to the preacher, the teacher, uh, the pastors, everybody. We ought to know how to do something our own self. We ain't got to ask God for everything. So God, you done blessed me with this word. I'm just going to use the word. But when I get out there and I can't see my way, Lord, you know I'm out here now. And God said he'll never leave nor forsake you. Just wait on the Lord to come in when you ask him for the things that you really need him to do. Not everything that comes in your mind. I'm telling you that God will multiply us if we just ask. That's what chapter 9 in Acts is all about. It's about God being everything we need him to be when we need him to be that. Because God is dependable. God is accountable. And he can do anything but fail. And we all have a life. We have a life that we can see. We know all about our own life. And that's what God knows as well. And that's why I want to talk to you today about God multiply us. Because we all have one thing in common. We have a past. We have a, pre a present. And we have a future. And God knows all about every angle of our life. We have to quit trying to hide from God or try to hide like we ain't never been there or try to play like we ain't never seen that or try to act like we ain't never done that because you can't fool God. You can't trick God. God says, I even know the hairs on your head. And I thought about that, and I was like, Lord God, I, I'm not going to no, I know the hairs on your head, every strain of it. I know you, and I know all about you. So today we're going to find a way to get God to multiply us because we have to recognize who we are and where we come from, where we are, and where we're going. God is the God of the past, the present, and the future. And the good thing about it, he's an immutable God. God will not change. He will be our El Shaddai when we need him. He'll be our El El Yon when we need him. He'll be our Yahweh. He'll be our Jehovah, Jehovah Lisa. He'll be our Jehovah Rapha. He'll be our Jehovah Shammah. He'll be our Jehovah Sikhanu. He'll be our El Kawan. He'll be our Elohim. He'll be our 
morning star. He'll be our lily in the valley. He'll be our doctor in the hospital. He'll be our lawyer in the courtroom. He'll be our deliverer. He'll be our healer. He'll be our creator. He'll be everything that we ask him to be when we need him to be because God wants to multiply us. He wants to bless us and our children. He wants to bless us more and more and more and more. We just have to understand that we got to be honest with God. God will do it. Look at, look at, look at our, our scripture. Let me tell you what I came to tell you. I'm talking about chapter 9 in the book of Acts. And, and, and before we get there, I want you to know that this starts out talking about the, the, the past. We all have a past. Don't think for any way or any way or any way that God cannot use you. God wants to use you, and he wants to use you for his glory. He wants to show his glory in you. He wants to use you to bring other people to him. He wants to use you as a, as a sanctified vessel in God. God has a plan for your life. Even before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew all about you. He said, don't worry about it. I have a hope and a future. Minister Shadu, he said he has an expected end for everybody. God's got a way that, a, that is, is, what it says, it's mighty sweet. <laughs> God has it. God do it. God is wonderful. I'm telling you, so don't worry about your past. Because in chapter 9, God goes dealing with your past. And he starts out with Saul. And the Bible says Saul uh, uh, was a bad mamma jamma. Saul came in and he would knock you out if you loved the Lord. He would hold you down if you said Jesus. He would crucify you if you said you loved the Lord. Saul was a bad man and he had orders to do what he wanted to do to every Christian. Now, I'm talking about chapter 9. It's talking about our heathen life. Anybody know in the past you had a heathen life? You had a life where you did what you wanted to do? You just thought you were part of the Ashley brothers? Said, don't worry about it. I can do what I want to do. Y'all know how it goes. We had a heathen life. We ain't all the time just just rose up and was born and came in preaching. We had some time when we were smoking and drinking and cussing and fussing, shooting dice, fighting, doing everything we could do under the sun. We had a heathen life. That's our past life. That's our soul life. That's our life that we had when we was just we were just trying to find our way and we was lost and we was all sad and downtrodden and mad about everything, mad at the world, mad at this, mad at that, just couldn't have no joy, couldn't have no happiness, just always wanting more and more and more. So I want to drink more. I want to smoke more. I want to party more. I want to lie more. I want to cheat more. I want to do more and more and more. But God is the one that can multiply us. We can't do it ourselves. If it had not been for the Lord that was on our side, oh, oh Lord, where would we be? We'll be lost like a ship uh, in the middle of the sea, tossed to and fro. God has to come in and save us. God has to come in and bring us back into life. He's the anchor of our soul. Won't let us drift too long. But I want you to know that you had a past, and that was our heathen life. And what happens? We have to have an encounter with the Lord. You see it in verse number verse number uh, 4. We see where Paul had an encounter with the Lord. 
Uh-huh. The Lord comes in and starts talking to you and says, what you doing out here, boom? Uh-huh. What time you going home, boom? Uh-huh. When you going to stop that, boom? Uh-huh. What's the matter with you, boom? I know the plans that I had for you, boom. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He talked to y'all, too. Y'all remember when he came to you and said, wait a minute. It's time for you to go home. It's time for you to straighten up and fly right. Time for you to be all that I called you to be. It's time for you to be a child of the Most High God. It's time for you to show my glory. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time, because I want to multiply you. Uh-huh. One encounter with Jesus. Uh-huh. It's all it took. That's all it took. Uh-huh. Because, because we had eyes, but we could not see. Uh-huh. And so Paul, uh, the Lord had to come and, and take Paul and say that he had to show him a shining light. Y'all ever seen the light? When you know, I know there's more to it than this. Uh-huh. I know there's more to life than this. I know I ought to be farther along than this. I know I ought to be greater than this. I know I ain't supposed to be eating out of this garbage can. I, I know I ought to have some money in my pocket. I know my children ought to know who I am. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that God is going to save me from this wretched life. I know that God is good. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have, to, we have to understand how we see the light, Elder. When we see the light, we know that we know that we show them know. It's more to it than this. Uh-huh. That's one encounter with Jesus. And we start saying, yeah, I ought to feel better than this. Uh-huh. I ought to be able to have more than this. God, multiply us. That's one encounter. And look what happens when the encounter comes. We finally have a fear of the Lord. In verse 6, <laughs> See, we start out not not caring what happened. We don't care. We're like, I'm I'm seven times three plus some. Grown. Do what I want to do. Go where I want to go. Act like I want to act. Don't tell me about the fine brimstone. I ain't scared. That's what we see today. We see too many people now that don't reverence God. Have no fear of the Lord. Uh-huh. Just do whatever they want to do. But when you develop the fear of God, uh-huh, things start to work out all right. That's what happened to Paul. Paul had fear. Paul said, wait a minute, who, who is that, Lord? When you look at that, you know, and, and the thing about it that I see there is that we all know God. Our grandmama and great-grandmama and mama uh, told us about the Lord. Uh, so when we have an encounter with the Lord, it ain't like we don't know and that's what Paul said. Paul said, who, who are thou? Who are thou, Lord? I think they said that in your Bible. Call them Lord. So that let me know that Paul knew, Saul knew who God was, just like we knew who God was before we came to the Lord, because we had to, we had to go through it, because everything had a God bless you on it. Get in trouble, God bless you. Get a black eye, God bless you. Get in fighting, God bless you. Get caught stealing, God bless you. Everything had a God bless you on it. So we knew who God was. Uh huh. But we just have to come to see the light. And the light showed up. Thank you. Thank God for bringing us out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Uh huh. We saw the light, we saw the light. 
uh-huh, and then we, we just have to, we have to start following the directions of the Lord. Uh-huh. You see it in verse 11. Y'all see it just like I said. Say we got to follow directions. The Lord said, look, I want you to rise up and go down the street called straight. I want you to get your, y'all, y'all, how many times have our parents said, I want you to go straight? I want you to straighten up. I want you to straighten. Everything was straight. You got to go straight. I don't know why you're so crooked. But God said, I'll make the crooked places straight. All we have to do is follow the directions. And that's what comes when we come to church, when we come on the compass line, when we listen to the word of God. God puts a word in it for everybody because God won't work his word. And he said, my word will not turn to me, boy. So God is a good God. He's a wonderful God. But I just want you to know that God cares about your past, so he works with you in your past, bringing you to Jesus. That's what our heathen life was all about. So we don't have to go back because we already know what's out there because God brought us out of it and said, thank God for bringing me out of my heathen life. But thank God that he's a God that will multiply us and he won't just leave us standing, leave us hanging. So not only will he give us a, a, a heathen life, but he'll give us a hopeful life. A hopeful life is the life that we have in our present tense. God is still messing with you in the past. God don't want you to go back where you come from. God wants you to always be moving forward. So he brings us into our present tense. And you see, in our present tense, we have to learn to start communing with God. We have to learn to commune with God. Because why? Because he says, I chose you. You are a chosen vessel. You see it in verse 15. It's right there. God said you are a chosen vessel. Meet for the master's use. I got work for you to do. You're going to have to suffer some things. You're going to have to lose some things. But, but, but in verse 16, he said, I'm going to tell you the things that you're going to have to suffer to do what I call you to do. God has made everybody uh, uh, in a position where they can work for God. Yes, Lord. Uh-huh. I know this is hard. This is hard medicine, but sometimes we have a hard injury. Uh-huh. We, have to, we have to take some heavy doses sometimes. Sometimes just one Anacin won't help. One BC won't help. Exanol, uh, uh, Tylenol, uh, PM won't help. Sometimes you have to just go to the doctor. Well, he can get you some, some, some stuff that you can't get over the counter. Yeah. Get you some stuff. you got 17 letters in it. So what you taking? I don't know. Blue. What's the, what's God, what, the, what the doctor gave you? Some red. It was a hydro, 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 hookah, hacha, hacha, hydro. So I want you to take it twice a day. Y'all know, y'all know, what, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm not speaking in tongues. Yeah, I know. So sometimes we get so deep, we get so deep into, in, into some things that we, we we don't know that God says I got to get you to suffer some things for my sake. Some of the things that we go through is because God wants to bring us out of it. God wants to know that can you handle this? Yes, you can handle it. Cause I'm not gonna put more on you than what you can bear. I'm gonna bring you out of it. I'm gonna hold us tight to the horns of the altar. Everything that comes against you don't come from the devil. Sometimes God wanna know if God wanna know if you're gonna trust them through the hard times. Uh-huh. Stop blaming stuff on God and the devil leave you alone. 
Start giving God all the credit. Uh-huh. God, you're the one made my car not to run. Uh-huh. You didn't want me to go. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're trying to teach me something. Yeah, I'm so tired of the devil getting all the credit. Devil messing with me. The devil messing with me. The devil messing with me. How come God can't be trying to multiply you? How come God can't be trying to build up your trust? How come God can't try to build up your faith? God, I know you you brought this on me. Uh-huh. Well, we learned Friday night that 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 that, that, that the, the 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 devil was talking to God about you. God, I know you got that boom guy over there. Uh-huh. But I bet you if you take your head away from around him, he'll curse you to your face. I don't know what's wrong with him. Seems like every time I throw something at him, he's talking about praise the Lord. But I know why. Because you got a head around him. You done blessed him. Uh-huh. But I tell you, you take away the blessing, take away that head. I bet you he'll come down there and slap you across your face. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he has to have permission. And, and everybody says, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. Uh-huh. And the Lord said, yeah, go try right now. Uh-huh. See what's going on. God want to know, will you, will you trust him when your bank account Got that notice said, if you don't come and bring it back in the green, we're going to cut you off. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. When that creditor called and said, look, you three months behind and, and, and we can't deal with you no more. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you get the call and said, we got your child locked up. Said, not my child. Yeah, we got him. Uh-huh. So will you trust God then? Will you love God then? Will you get into the when you get into the to the mold of God, you you made me a chosen vessel. Now God do it for me. Watch over my child, watch over my finances, watch over my life. Uh-huh, because I know I gotta suffer great things, is what God said in, in the nine and sixteen. You gotta suffer great things. To be stuck with the Lord. Uh-huh. It just happened. To, but, but when we come out, uh, we come out uh, saying, yeah, I made it through. God brought me out. God multiplied me. And I'm stronger now than I ever been. So this next test that comes through, I know he's going to bring me out. That's why we're in lamentations, because he said, the Lord is my portion, for this I recall to my mind. It's because of the Lord's mercy that I'm not consumed. Day by day, a new set of mercy. For the Lord is my portion, and, 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 and for that, I'm going to hope in him. Hope in the Lord. Uh-huh, that's, that's my present tense. That's my present tense is the hopeful life that I have. Uh-huh, I have hope because I know what God can do. I now have hope, and, and, and now I can show other people how to work with God. 
That's what that's what verse seventeen talks about. Is how we want he, God wants us to 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 be able to tell other people about the goodness of God. Don't just let your friends and family go down without a fight. You got to be able to tell them. Don't just cast them out. Say, oh, they're going to get what they get. They do what they do. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always doing this. Now, we have to be able to talk to them. That's what the Ananias, when God sent them down there to, to Ananias, they saw the Ananias house, and, and, and Ananias said, wait a minute, God, we know about this dude. We know this guy's crazy. We know this guy's foolish. We know this guy's killer. We know this guy drink. We know this guy smoke. We know this guy cuss. We know this guy's a bad guy, and he don't love the Lord. But God said, you're going to do what I tell you to do. I brought you out, and I want you to look at him. I want you to tell him about me. I want you to tell him, because when you find him, you find him praying. I saw it in the Bible. That's why I can't give up on my heathen friends. I ain't got to go to the club with them, but I can always say, God still wants you. God's looking for you. He's come down and he's going to get you just like he got me. And when he gets you, I'm going to be right there to tell you, open the Bible and the book of Genesis. In the beginning. I know your life was born without form. But God said, let there be light. And there was light. That was just the first day. God didn't stop there. God wants you to be able to talk to others. Uh-huh. Especially during this holiday season. Don't judge them and put them down. Talk to them about the Lord. Tell them how good God has been to you. Be honest with them and tell them, you know, I was there one time. Uh-huh, and I had an encounter with God. Oh, yeah. And then, and then when you have that, then you can start receiving direction from God. That's when you start operating with other saints. You start being, being close-knit with other people that love the Lord. You start staying in church. You start staying in the Word. You start fellowshipping with those that fellowship with the Lord. Uh-huh. And it starts working out. Oh, yeah, God has a hopeful life for us, and that's our present is. But I thank God for our future. And that's when God tells us in this same chapter, chapter 9, he tells us about our hallelujah life. We go from our heathen life to our hopeful life to our hallelujah life. Uh-huh. In our hallelujah life, uh-huh, we start getting committed to Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in our heathen life, we just come to Jesus. But in our hopeful life, we, we just keep communing with Jesus. But in our hallelujah life, we start committing to Jesus. It's like nothing is going to separate me from the love of God. Another height, nor depth, nor nothing. I don't care what it is. You're not going to separate me from the love of God. God has shown me that he loved me. Everything that I looked for, I found in God. Everything that I needed, I found in God. Everything that I wanted, I found in God. God gave me the desires of my heart. God made a way out of no way. God helped my health. He helped my mind. He helped my strength. He helped me through. He brought me out. He didn't let me fall. He didn't let me thunder. He just brought me out, and I'm full of faith. Now I've got a hallelujah on my lips. I got a hallelujah on my mind. I got a hallelujah on my soul. I got a hallelujah. 
in my heart. Because my future is fabulous. My future is wonderful. My future is with the Lord. I'm going to keep on serving Him. I'm not going to let anybody talk me out of it because I know God is going to multiply us. God is going to do it for us. Uh, I'm on fellowship with the Lord. Uh, oh, yes, Lord. The Lord increase my faith right now because I want a hallelujah in my heart. I want a hallelujah in my spirit. I want a hallelujah in my children. I want a hallelujah in my house. I want a hallelujah on my job. I want a hallelujah wherever I go. Even when I go out shopping, I want a hallelujah. When I go out to eat, I want a hallelujah. When I go out to drink, whatever I go out to do, it's a hallelujah. I got a hallelujah anyhow in my spirit. I got a hallelujah even when I'm not feeling well. I'm like hallelujah when it seems like I can't make it. It's a hallelujah when it seems like nothing's going right. It's a hallelujah. I got a hallelujah in my heart. A hallelujah in my feet. A hallelujah in my soul. A hallelujah, Tisha, in my bones. Oh, yeah. Let's put a praise on God a hallelujah because of my past. I'm going to give God a hallelujah because of my present. I'm going to give God a hallelujah because of my future. Because can't nobody do that either. Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless.